Hello and welcome to Woman Heal Podcast, a sacred space for women to work through the hard stuff while becoming more self-aware, healing past wounds, and transforming into the highest version of themselves. I am Carla Arcanon, the Trailblazer, and I serve as a high-performance coach and trainer where I lead women to holistic transformation while teaching them how to unlock their perspective, unleash their potential, and activate their life purpose. We have had quite a bit of time together, right? Over the last few months, we have talked about so many different topics, and I want to just take a moment to review them. We kicked off on June 1st, and we talked about I Hurt Here. We were, you know, the purpose of that episode was to bring us to acknowledgement that we may still have lingering pain, that it's okay to not be okay, right? And in every episode, I'm sharing stories or strategies on how to help you during this healing process. And one of the things that I want to encourage you to be reminded of today is the healing process can be messy. It can be pretty inconsistent. It can be... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it could be unpredictable. There it is. Unpredictable. So what do I mean by that when I say the healing journey can be messy? Meaning today you may feel amazing. And then tomorrow you may not want to get out of bed. Or you may be in a great conversation and one word triggers you. Or you may see someone or hear something and you feel like it sets you back. And this is why I say healing can be messy, but healing is also your responsibility. And so as long as we, let's say we, right? As long as we utilize our tools, as long as we remember, hey, remind my inner child that I'm safe or that she's safe, that she's secure, that she's not alone, that she got this. And whenever you do that, it will bring you into a place of calmness, into calmness of your mind, calmness within your body. And Woman Heal, the ultimate purpose of having this conversation is to normalize making ourselves a priority. We as women, right, we tend to help everyone else and cater to everyone else's needs. And what do you need from me today? I got you, girl, I got you. And then meanwhile, our needs are unmet. Our dreams are placed on hold. Our mindset is cluttered and we're in dying need of clarity. And so we've talked about a lot of things. I heard here, we've talked about healing childhood trauma, understanding your attachment style. One of the things that I find to be very, very beneficial during my healing journey is self-awareness. The more aware I become about Carla, the better of a person I am to others. You understand what I'm saying? So basically what that means is the more aware that you become about you, the more patience you will have towards others. The more grace can be applied. The more love can be extended because you've learned first how to do all of these things for yourself. So in this healing process, we are learning so many things about ourselves, right? Even our dysfunction, right? Even, even the things that we've normalized and now we realize that was toxic. That was dysfunctional. 
that I tolerated that for a very long time and that's no longer okay. And so as you begin to become more aware of who you are, what you need and who you desire to become, you can in, you can in return help others to do the exact same thing. We live in a society where we are praised for what it is that we do, not so much of who we are. Think about it. When you go to a networking event, they train you and they say, hey, ask people, what do you do? Not who are you, right? We don't we think of, just take a moment to think about that. It's like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What do you do? Like, I literally just saw, um, I was scrolling through social media and I saw where Nicki Minaj commented and she was saying how there's so much mom shaming going on. And it was an artist, I can't recall the artist's name, who literally just had a baby seven weeks ago. And everyone was like, why are you not at the VMAs? And she's like, I'm still breastfeeding my baby. That would have been a lot to, like she's literally explaining this on Twitter, right? She's like, I just had my baby seven weeks ago and it would have been a lot trying to breastfeed. Nicki Minaj was like, girl, you don't have to explain that. You don't owe anybody any explanation. She's like, what's up with all the mom shaming? You know, if you decide to stay home and raise your kids and someone else decides to go and pursue a career, it doesn't make them better than you. It doesn't make their purpose better than you. We all have our own individual paths, our own individual journeys. And that's what I really, that's the message I really want to get across on this podcast. It's like, yo, embrace you. Learn to love your life. You don't have to compare yourself to what anybody else is doing, to anybody else's process. And guys, we even gotta be careful not to compare our healing journeys, right? Because it is so easy to compare our healing journey to someone else's. It is so easy to compare our careers. It's so easy to compare our marriage. We compare our kids. We compare our, our talents. And guys, we gotta stop doing that because if we're gonna heal through or heal the hard stuff, and walk through these difficult moments together, we have to know that each one of our journeys are necessary. Each one of our journeys, each one of us make up a piece of the puzzle. One piece of the puzzle is not more important than the other. We all have different goals, dreams, desires, personalities, experiences, but that's what makes us beautiful, right? So we've talked about healing childhood trauma, understanding your attachment style, breaking free of codependency. That's a good one. We talked about signs of a toxic relationship, how to break the cycle of fear, how to make yourself a priority, positive affirmations to boost your confidence, choosing responsibility over blame, seven keys to effective communication, how to build lasting relationships, the secret to breaking unhealthy soul ties, characteristics of spiritual abuse. And then we ended last month with how to heal from spiritual abuse. If any of those topics, as you listen to them, if it resonated with you, listen, go back and replay them. Or maybe it's one you missed or quite a few. You're like, oh, I need that spiritual abuse. Who breaking free of codependency. Who signs of a toxic relationship. And guess what? I'm not sharing these things for you to go point fingers, but I'm sharing these things to make sure 
you're not the one that's toxic. Make sure you're not the abuser. You see what I'm saying? So often we get information to beat up on other people, but we, the whole purpose of Woman Heal is to become more self-aware. And to become more self-aware, we have to reflect and evaluate and assess ourselves. We live in a society where so many are casting judgment. It's so easy to cast judgment on this one or that one or that one. But what I'm teaching you to do is to put our big girl panties on and say, yo, I still need help. I There are still areas that I need to heal. There are still areas that I need to mature. Maybe I'm not making the money that I wanna make because I, there's there's clutter, there's blockage, that's un, such as unforgiveness, a self-worth issue, mindset issue, small thinking, stinking thinking, having the wrong people around you. There's so many things. Guys, when I tell you we or ladies, we don't have time to be consumed or concerned about the opinions of other people and what I love to Roger P. Henson. Like I love her, but I could care less what she wore to the VMAs. Like, yes, she looked dope, but it was like, I, I don't care. You get what I'm saying? Like we get so wrapped up in the lives of other people that we miss the opportunity to enjoy our own journeys. So briefly today, uh, oh, 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 last week, right? We talked about how to maintain a posture of peace. If you missed that episode, please make sure you go back and listen to it. And briefly now, I wanna share with you how to heal what still hurts. I talk about this in my new book called Life After Betrayal, How to Heal, Forgive, and Move On. You can check that out at carlacannon.com. But listen, how to heal what still hurts. The first thing I would encourage you to do, first, I want to celebrate you for being able to assess that something's off. I'm in need of something that I'm not getting. So number one is identify what specific area is in need of healing. I often say that we cannot conquer what we're unwilling to confront and we cannot confront what we're unwilling to identify. So with that being said, ask yourself, journaling guys, uh, journaling throughout this journey can be so liberating. There are things I journal about and sometimes I'm writing subconsciously and I look up and it's like four pages later and I'm like, dang, and I'm just so into it and my hand is just going and out of my writing, it you know, is an expression of my heart. There's so much ends up coming out. And I'm like, dang, I had all of that in there. And then once I'm done, I'm like, whoo, that was a good therapy session, girl. <laughs> so sometimes therapy is just releasing. It's, it's not always receiving. There is a time to receive, but sometimes it's, I gotta release. And, and that's what I wanna invite you to do today. It's like, release the weight that you're carrying. It's, it's hard to fly and to soar with all of that baggage whether it's baggage of low self-esteem, low self-worth, unforgiveness, resentment, fear, doubt, anxiety, depression. We have to release all of that stuff. But there's a process and it's okay to need help. So again, how to heal what still hurts. Number one, identify the specific area 
that is in need of healing? What, what What's still hurting right now? Is it, okay, I listened to your episode, Carla, when you taught on childhood trauma and it reminded me, matter of fact, it triggered me, so I turned it off. Maybe the fact that I was triggered is a sign that I'm in need of healing in that area. You see what I'm saying? I want to encourage you to start slowing down as you navigate through life and be attentive. Not so much to what everybody else is doing and all of that, but be attentive to you. Be attention attentive to your thoughts. Be attentive to your emotions. Be attentive to your moods. Be attentive to your pre- your preferences, your desires. All of those things, your thoughts, your behaviors, pay attention to all of that because behind every what, there is a why, right? There is a why. Number two, once you've identified what specific areas in need of healing, be honest about what you need. Ask yourself, okay, this is an area that is hurting. What do I need? Do I need to go read a book on this area? Do I need to listen to a sermon about this? Do I need another message? Or do I need to go deeper? Do I need to hire a therapist who can assist me? Maybe cognitive behavior therapy will assist me. Maybe I need tools, resources that I don't have access to. Do I need a life coach who can help me break through the barriers of what's holding me back and break free of the limiting beliefs, the poor mindset that keeps me in a state of, a constant state of setback and defense and reacting that's causing me to be unfocused uncentered and unhappy do I need a spa treatment guys we'd be surprised how going to the spa is therapy for the body our bodies tend to store Dr. Caroline Lee talks about this from a scientific perspective. And guys, studying biology is is, is very educational because it helps you understand how pain travels through the body or how the body stores memory. You see what I'm saying? Or certain pains in certain areas can mean certain things. So maybe it's, I need to go to the, maybe I need to, instead of going to get my hair done every month or going to get my nails done, get my feet done, those things are great, but I probably could polish my own toes. I could run to Target and get a little kit and soften and do my own pedicure. And I can polish my own nails, but but that extra money, if money is tight, mm, I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna invest that in a spa treatment so that I can, I need some help releasing these toxins from my body. Or I have, I have mental toxins that I need help releasing. So I'm gonna check my insurance. I'm gonna pause. If I could spend hours scrolling on social media, clearly I can go and check my insurance or, you know what I'm saying, find out what they cover as far as mental health is concerned. So we have resources, guys, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it's books, a life coach, a therapy, a therapist, we have to begin to change or let's let's say I reassess what's most important, you know? 
is getting your hair done and looking good for everyone else really that important? I mean, we know that's a form of self-care, but when it comes to prioritization, if I had to choose my hair, which is why I cut all of mine off because it was almost like a baptism. It was a symbolic, um, it was an outward expression of an inward change. So me cutting my hair, my hair was, um, it was therapeutic for me, you know? And so for you, what is it? What is it that you need? Is it, I need to go see my doctor. I may have a chemical imbalance and I'm feeling sad all the time. And, and I usually could shake it. I could shake it. I could shake it. But now I can't. And I may need meds. I know as women of faith, we tend to struggle with that. And mental health is not really, it's becoming, it's beginning to be more talked about today. But for a very long time, we grew up. If you need to go to a therapist, you're crazy. That's what we were told. You don't need to sit on nobody's couch. You don't need to, what's wrong with you? You crazy, we use these terms and we develop stigmas around them. And so this is why when someone talks to you about therapy, you initially have this reluctance. You know, I grew up as a child, I had to go see a therapist, Miss Simon Thomas. I'll never forget her because I hate it going to see her because I felt like no one explained to me you're going to talk to her so we can figure out if you're okay it was like you need to go talk to someone and I was often told I was crazy and all of these things so I grew up as a young woman I hated therapy I was placed on medication Ritalin uh, because I was labeled as ADHD and also told that I was hyperactive. And so the medication was supposed to calm me when actually it did the opposite. Yeah, I didn't bother anybody. So family members and teachers were happy that I was quiet, but inside I felt like I was dying because I would become a zombie. I could see, but it was like I couldn't respond. And everyone was okay as long as Carla was quiet. <laughs> and so I too had to go in and dispel those myths and say, hey, Carla, just because that was your experience then doesn't mean that that has to be your experience now. That doesn't mean you're crazy because you need a, you, you have a therapist. That actually makes you smart. It makes you brave. And it makes you courageous to say, yo, I need some assistance. I love God. I have his word. I understand my spiritual weapons. I have the power of worship. I have my faith. I have God's word that's sharper than a two-edged sword. I get that. And then I have all of my other motivational stuff. But I also need someone who is educated in this area that can help me go beyond the surface to get to the root of my dilemma. It's just like if you go to the doctor and, you know, you have a, let's say you have an issue with your heart they're gonna refer you to a cardiologist. You see what I'm saying? They're, you can't just walk in that you need a referral. They're gonna refer you to a, a heart specialist. You see what I'm saying? And so look at it this way when it comes to getting the help you need, whether it's a life coach, you need to find someone who specializes in your dilemma. For me as a life coach, I am all about leading women to holistic transformation. Yes, I'm a business coach, book coach. I can teach you how to write a book, package your brilliance to bankroll your business. I can teach you all of these great things, how to you know, uh, share your message with the masses, but then I'm more concerned about your mental health, your emotional health, how is your processing, because that's what's gonna lead to longevity 
in life and business. So for me, I focus on holistic transformation. I tend to take my clients on a journey of healing, emerging, and becoming who they're destined to be while accomplishing their goals along the way. But I make sure their goals aren't just all business. I'm like, okay, I know you want to be a best-selling author, but who, but, but that's, but that's one of the, you know, that's, that's a, that's a do. Let's focus on a be. Who do you want to be? I want to be a woman of wisdom. I want to be a woman of grace. I want to be a woman of integrity. Okay. Okay, good. So in order to be a woman of integrity and grace and wisdom, what are some habits that you must implement? You see what I'm saying? So we get so caught up on doing, doing, doing. And then when the doing doesn't go well, we tend to attach our worth to that. So when our performance is not at the level or capacity in which others praise us, then we feel down on ourselves. But if we can focus on being while doing, then we can experience internal happiness. Does that make sense? Last thing, number three, how to heal what still hurts is you gotta make healing a priority. It has to be a priority. You gotta take the time every single day. Like, I don't know if you wanna call it a mental health day. We call, we, we tend to say that, oh, I need a mental health day. And oftentimes we need these mental health days because we don't practice taking care of our mental health every day. So what can you do on a daily basis that can assist you on your journey? You know, how are you catering to your inner child? What, how are you filling your cup? How are you doing that? And so there's one strategy that I have that I want to share with you guys before we recap is, you know, we talk about affirmations that have to do with our identity, writing our, our goals in the form of affirmations, right? You know, I'm a queen for, I'm a queen of note cards and uh, sticky notes and all of the index cards, right? But then you can go a step further and record your affirmations. If you have a cell phone, you go into the voice memo and click record, write all your affirmations down and record them in your own voice. So on the days that you may not have the strength or maybe you're rushing because you overslept and you're like, oh, I don't have time to go through my affirmations. You could just press play. You could play in your, play in your car. And when you're reading them, pause to give yourself time to repeat them. So one of my personal affirmations is, I am God's beloved. So it will say, I am God's beloved. Boom. And then I pause. So as I'm listening to the affirmation, I'm saying that affirmation aloud as well. One of my goals, right? I write my goals down in the form of affirmation. So what I would encourage you to do, and this is also uh, in the form of gratitude and and. Uh, we talk about the law of attraction, you know, becoming what we desire to attract. And if we put out positive energy, then positive energy is what we will receive in return. So in your affirmations, you're right. I am. Start each one of them with I am. I am. I am God's beloved. I am a millionaire. I am healed, whole, healthy. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Whatever, whatever those affirmations that matter to you and that speak to the core of your being. And I often say whatever challenges that you have, 
write down all those negative emotions that you feel about yourself that constantly come back, right? That constantly comes back and, and attacks your mind. And then for every negative emotion, negative thought, create a positive I am affirmation. So if you constantly are always feeling, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, and that's just what you rehearse and you constantly hear, you can replace that I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting with I am healed. I am healed, right? And then when it comes to your goals, you you can start it off with, I am so happy and grateful. So one of my goals is to become a New York Times bestselling author, right? So I put, I am so happy and grateful to be a number one New York Times bestselling author, you know? So whatever your goal, and, and for each goal that I have, I say, I am so happy and grateful for, I'm so happy and grateful for, I'm so happy and grateful for, you know what I mean? And you go down every area and you record those. And and I actually do both. I have, y'all know we talked about this in the last episode. I have my affirmations up on my wall. I also have my goals in the form of declarations up on my wall, but I also have them recorded and I play them. And I also recorded my own meditation. I take myself through my own meditation uh, practices, but I also like Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra. Uh, You can go on YouTube. You can go on Apple Music and listen to them. I like his, uh, the one where he does the alphabet. He goes, you know, for all of the letters of the alphabet, he creates an affirmation. So like A, I did it this morning. A is for acceptance. And he says, like, I accept myself. And B is, you know, and it goes from B is bonding and then C, you know, and and so forth. So, you know what I mean? And so it goes all the way to Z. And you don't have to listen to all of it in one setting. But these are resources that can assist you on your journey. And let me tell you this. You don't have to, let's say if there's a conflict in what someone else believes spiritually, right? Um, Like if you're a Christian and this person may not be a Christian, they may be new age or whatever. Don't be careful not to get so wrapped up in that. If there's something that they're saying that doesn't resonate with you, but the method works, then simply change what's being said. Like, for example, I don't really do all the universe talk, but a lot of the people that I love and I view as mentors, they'll thank they'll be thankful for the universe or the universe is going to give unto you. Whereas my focus is, God, I thank you for you are the God of the universe. Like I just tweak it, but the method still works. You see what I'm saying? I don't get caught up in the small things now. I don't do all of, for me, now this is for me personally, I don't get into the chanting. I'm very particular when I hear um, those who do meditations recite words over and over. I go look up what does that word mean? Where does that word come from? What does it derive from? You know, because I'm very particular now and becoming more careful with the words that I release into my atmosphere. So hopefully that helps you and that could be a tool. So again, how to heal what still hurts. Identify what specific area is in need of healing. Number two, be honest about what you need and pursue it. Number three, Make healing a priority. Make healing a priority. Focus on your healing every single day. And in making healing a priority, you're making yourself a priority. Enjoy today's show. Be sure to subscribe and share with a sister friend who could use encouragement along this journey called life. Also, for more resources to assist you on your journey, 
to assist you in this process of healing, which we know can be messy. Check out my resources at CarlaCannon.com. Also, make plans to join us live in North Carolina for our exclusive Woman Heal Retreat on October 23rd, 2021. For more information, go to CarlaCannon.com. And when you get there, click on the Woman Heal banner on the homepage and you will be directed to the website. Are you in need of coaching services? Also at CarlaCannon.com. Check it out. And I would love to assist you on your journey to becoming. Have an amazing day. And remember, what happened to you may not have been your fault, but healing is your responsibility. Have a great day and be blessed. Until next time.